Hello, I'm Sandra Olwine, pastor here at First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. And on behalf of our staff and entire congregation, I want to welcome you to this time of worship. In these days of pandemic, we are continuing to worship virtually as a way to care for the health of the congregation and our broader community. But there is still so much for which we can give thanks, not least of all the gifts of technology and the power of the Spirit that allows us to still be drawn together in community, to grow in faith, and to learn how it is we can serve the world with God's law. So in anticipation of the Spirit's moving among us, let us then turn our hearts to praise and prayer. We are together for joy even as we gather in our different places because God unites us through the gift of the Spirit. Let's offer our thanks as we share in the call to worship. Here today there is love, freely available to all. Not our human loving, fragile and intermittent, but God's supreme love. May a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, break forth into joyous song of praise. Here today is love, higher than our loftiest hopes, Deeper than the immensities of time and space, God's inclusive love. Let the seas roar their praise, 
and everything in them. Let the rivers clap their hands, and the hills sing together their happiness. The joy of the living Jesus Christ be with you all. And also with you. As we begin our worship, we share our hearts in prayer, asking God to live in and through us this day. Let us pray. Loving, living God, be among us now. Show us your ways, guide our steps. Live in us that we may be people of steadfast hope and powerful giving. Help us hear your words, challenging us to give you all the things that are yours. Help us remember that all we are and all we have are gifts from you, gifts to be shared in service and love. Holy One among us, help us be a holy people who receive your word with joy and live your message with love. Amen. Good morning, young Christians. Do you have a musical instrument? If you do, go get it right now because we're gonna use it today to make a joyful noise to the Lord. Now, if you don't have a musical instrument, that's okay because there are plenty of things you can use to make a joyful noise. Like maybe you have a cup and a spoon. You can make a joyful noise like that or Maybe you can find a pan in your kitchen that can make a joyful noise. 
So find something that you can use to make a joyful noise. And if you can't find anything at all, guess what? You can use your voice to make a joyful noise. Psalm 98 tells us to make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. It lists some instruments that we can use, the lyre, the trumpet, the horn, and also our voices to make music to God. We're going to sing a song together today about having the joy of the Lord in our hearts. Because no matter what's going on around us, in our world, in our community, in our home, we can always come back to the joy that we find in God. There's a few verses to this song, so we're going to talk about them first, and then we'll sing it together, or you can play your musical instrument. So it starts with, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And that reminds us that no matter what else is going on around us, we always have that joy in God to hold on to. And then the next verse is, I've got the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus down in my heart. We remember that Jesus loved everyone. Jesus loved and cared for those who were sick, for those who were hurting, for those who were left out. And when our heart is filled with that love and we can share that love with others, it brings us great joy. The next verse is, I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. The peace that comes from God doesn't always make sense because even when things are a mess, even when things are really hard, we can still find peace in God. That's kind of hard to understand. That's why it's a peace that passes understanding. And then the last verse is, I've got the wonderful love of my blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Redeemer, that means that God is always at work redeeming making the world the way that it should be, righting things that are wrong, making us whole again. And so we have joy in knowing that we can always trust that God, our Redeemer, is at work in our world. Are you ready to sing or play your instrument along? Let's make a joyful noise together. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. I've got the love of Jesus, love of Jesus down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the love of Jesus, love of Jesus down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. I've got the wonderful love of my blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart. I've got the wonderful love of my blessed Redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart to stay. Let's do joy one more time. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. 
where? Down in my heart to stay. Great job, everybody. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us instruments and voices to make a joyful noise to you. Help us to sing songs of praise even when things aren't going our way, even in times that are hard and uncertain. Help us to dig deep in our hearts and find the joy that comes from you. Help us to love like you and trust you to redeem us and our world. We continue to listen to Psalmist's proclamation of praise through another interpretation of Psalm 98. You raise your hand and gently begin the concerto of creation. Birds carry the melody while stars keep the beat. Mountains dance in merriment and little children clap their hands with joy. Love's composer, our new songs are lifted to you. This old, old song is made new in our hearts. Christ is risen, sing alleluia. You invite us to sing to a world deafened by despair and haunted by the tunes of fear. Lord of the dance, our new songs are lifted to you. Believing we cannot carry a tune, we hesitate to join in the chorus of praise sung by all creation. So you softly and gently hum the melody in our hearts until they burst with you, raising a rousing chorus of amazing grace. Music-making spirit, our new songs are lifted to you. Every song, old and new, is offered to you, O God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
Steve is happiest at the ocean. I am happiest in the mountains. I did a lot of camping in the mountains as a kid with my family. Um, and I just breathe easier when I'm there. Um, when I'm in the ocean, um, I tend to get a break from everything. So I'm only thinking about there and then and being in that moment. It's nature and you know, nature sports give you that gift um, of being really centered. So, and it's been something that has been important for us to also pass on to our kids. So, you know, they go to the beach, they go to the mountains, they go snowboarding, they love Joshua Tree, um, and so they also uh, have the same sort of love of nature in there. We made a decision to join this church to be specifically to be part of a community. Um, and so um, however that needs to look, um, whether it's you know on YouTube or on Zoom, like that's all okay. I don't think anybody misses the rush to get to church five minutes late. <laughs> it is a sense of you know um, normalcy and also sort of building a sense of resiliency. Like yeah, it's different, but we're still going. We're still a part of something bigger than just what's happening in our home. Two of the things that I think the COVID has taught us all is how to deal with change and how to be resilient. And so. When I look at things that the church is doing and is continuing to do in spite of COVID, um, I think it's been really inspiring. Um, you know, Grace often talks about, you know, her church friends, um, and they become some of the most um, important people in her life. Um, and what's nice about that is it um, also sort of forces us parents to um, stay connected to each other as well. I really enjoyed the, the um, time spent in learning about racism and, and trying to um, listen and learn and grow. And, you know, um, we did that virtually, but it didn't make the experience any less. There is the idea of church and the idea of God and then there's the daily practice of just trying to be a better person. And somewhere in there, they made me. You know, my parents met in the farm workers movement under Cesar Chavez, um, and they very much sort of instilled uh, in us a sort of sense of um, service um, and service to folks in the margins. You know, I, I remember watching the news, there was a, a protest, and Sandy got arrested, and I was incredibly proud to be a part of the church where the pastor was out having a voice and standing up for what she believed in. I continue to be proud of the church in the way that um, the church has um, embraced the community, but um, accepted the challenge of the time just to find a way through it um, with grace and um, strength. In Raleigh, North Carolina, Joe and Sharon Kors celebrated 63 years of wedded bliss in August. 
Now, for many of those years, Joe sang to Sharon, beautiful, all that you could be, a favorite Kenny Rogers song of theirs. Joe sang it to Sharon at birthdays and anniversaries and family gatherings. He sang it so much that pretty much their whole family and circle of friends knew all the words and the tune by heart as well. Their daughter, Teresa, shared that her mom is the number one thing in her dad's life and singing that song is the way he says it to her over and over again. That was at least until earlier this year when Joe suffered a series of strokes, which left him at a terrible loss for language. Recalling even the most familiar of words has been a challenge in the months since then. In an interview with Steve Hartman, he remarked, I have trouble calling my wife's name or the children's name. Hartman gently asked, so you lost the song? Yeah, Joe replied. When I heard Joe say that he had lost the song, my heart broke a little. I can only imagine the frustration of trying to recall something you knew so well and have it just beyond your reach. How disorienting it must be. But then I thought about another song, one whose words are a struggle for many to recall in these days. And that is God's song of victory, of salvation, of saving, restoring grace. Psalm 98, our focus scripture for these first few weeks of November, is but one version of that tune. It shouts of praise and music in response to God's steadfast faithfulness to God's people. It vibrates with joyous energy as it celebrates the very goodness of God as revealed in justice and judgment, both rooted in God's saving love. But how do you recall God's song in a foreign land, in a land of captivity and bondage and brokenness? When a land is torn asunder and families are fractured, when integrity and the common good are tossed aside for political expediency and partisan politics, how does one remember the melody of grace? When racism and homophobia are still woven through the fabric of our social network, how do we shout a victory? When hundreds of thousands have died in the last few months and pandemic cases are exploding exponentially across our nation and around the globe, how can we recollect words of praise? Other songs seem so much easier to recall in days like these. The songs of grief, of anger, of disdain, of cynicism, of betrayal. These songs long to spill from our lips as we seek relief from the trauma through which we are living. I know I had to willfully step away from the computer numerous times over the last week to keep from singing those lyrics on the internet, adding to the fractious and hateful rhetoric crushing us. My better angels have been in a wrestling match with my selfish desire to do harm and to trample others with my self-righteousness. No, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises have not been the easiest words for me to recall this week. But Joe's story, as it went on, reminded me of something else that was important. You see, unbeknownst to Sharon, he started working hard to rescue their song. When a word or a line would come back to him in the hospital, he jotted it down in a notebook. 
And he began to listen to the melody on a loop on his phone, listening again and again and again to help pull it out from the recesses of his memory. Joe said, I wanted to relearn it and to give it to my wife. He wanted to relearn it so he could gift it to the love of his life. And so he began that challenging work of recalling what he knew was deep within. Well, that's exactly what we are called to do with God's song in times like these. We have to do the work of reclaiming the words and humming the tunes so that we can share it again with those we are called to love. It isn't easy, but if we are motivated by love, we can do pretty much anything. You know, when the pandemic hit and we moved to virtual worship, we had to figure out a new way to sing God's song. And under Greg Norton's direction and with the willing spirit of the quartet, the scholarship singers and members of the choir, we have found new ways to continue to praise God. And FUMC's many gifted musicians, Aaron, Junko, David, Nadine, Paul, Rob, and Megan have all shared their gifts to help us recall the melodies about this God we worship. Tom Sharp has written three new songs in these past months that put God's tune into our hearts. The most recent being the Together for Joy hymn based on Psalm 98. All of them have given countless hours to helping all of us who join in worship remember the beat of God's heart and the sound of God's grace. Now that's why being in community is at the core of the Christian story. It is in sharing our gifts, especially in days of heartache and trouble, that we help each other remember who we worship, who we serve, and whose we are. You know, Amy and Steve Jaffe shared in the Together for Joy video this morning that one of the reasons they joined this congregation was to belong to something that reminded them about things bigger than themselves, to be part of a community that inspired them and called them to serve, to help make the world a more loving and just place. Being community has had to take on new forms in these months, but we have done it and they have found inspiration in it. In a time when we could give up and give in, we have done the challenging work of remembering God's song, discovering new ways for it to be sung. That is why in the Psalm, all the earth was singing. The nations all joined in because they saw the people of God who were tempest-tossed, exiled, and counted out by the world had not only not been abandoned by their God, but had been saved, set free, and restored. They saw in this insignificant band of people a glorious power at work, a power so amazing that they too had to join in the music. In fact, it burst forth, it broke out, it was uncontainable from the nations. So despite the challenges before them, God's people saw God at work and gave forth praise and thanksgiving for God's goodness. And because they lived that song, the nations noticed. And then they took up the chorus too. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. 
Well, friends, this last week revealed some truths about who we are as a nation. There were some good things, even great things, but there were also far too many disturbing things. There are not only tears in our social fabric, there are completely separate tapestries. Simple calls for can't we all get along aren't going to put those pieces back together. And glossing over the chasm so starkly revealed will not bring restoration or healing. But if we can recall God's mighty acts, if we can continue to sing God's praise, we can find ways to honestly address the brokenness that we are experiencing. We can find ways to face the challenges with dignity, integrity, and grace. As we head into these months before us, we need to reconnect with God's saving activity, remembering that God's steadfast love isn't primarily about our personal relationship with God, about us and Jesus having some tight relationship. That personal God is important, but not as an end in itself. Our personal relationship with God is only whole when it connects us to the rest of God's creation. Remember, justice is the public face of God's steadfast love. So acts of compassion coupled with acts of justice are how we will live God's song and inspire others to join in the chorus. You know, Sharon Kors shared she had accepted that Joe would never be able to sing their song again and had really just stopped thinking about it until their anniversary. Then she felt the pang of loss. But then, miracle miracles, Joe started to sing it, just like he always did, she said. And of all the things he could have done to celebrate, that was the most meaningful. It was the best anniversary present ever. You know, FUMC's youth with the guidance of Jen Chapman have been singing God's song throughout these last troubling months. Despite so much of their normal being turned upside down, they have allowed themselves to hum God's song in new ways. They are exploding in service to the community. Starting with the quarantine, which they called some of our seniors in the congregation and made care packages for others, they worked at the Learning Works garden and they made sandwiches for our unhoused neighbors to last week's drive down Hollywood Lane with great support by caring adults of our congregation in which over 200 children in the wider community were able to have a fun and safe experience on a night that otherwise might have just underscored the sorrow of these days to deciding to donate all the proceeds from this year's holiday green sales to other organizations doing good work in the community, to this afternoon's crop walk, in which they are walking to raise funds and awareness about hunger in our world. The young people of this congregation are focused outward towards others. They are living God's song and others are picking up the tune. Connie Tampkin and Rosalie Neiman are helping us connect to the good work of Jill Shook and Anthony Manusos to create affordable housing options in Pasadena. Even in these days of virtual city council meetings, they are organizing us to show up via Zoom and testify that God's steadfast love made manifest in our lives calls us to give time, talent, and treasure to see that all of our neighbors have access to safe housing in our city. Their steadfast work of singing God's song has led to important victories in these last months, and others 
are noticing, taking up the melody. Kendall Inn and Aisha Figulis-Williams have made it possible for us to participate in monthly blood drives here in a time when there is great need. And their efforts have earned this congregation a special recognition that we just found out about on Thursday, that we are now a recognized Red Cross Faith Partner. Yes, there are examples after examples that I could share of the ways in which members of this community are living God's song in the world and in so doing are helping others to sing it too. And that is what is supported when we share our tithes and our offerings with the church, when we make our pledges for the year. We help keep the music going. We keep the praise of God alive. We didn't lock the doors and roll up the carpet when the pandemic hit. No, we have again and again found ways from our children through our oldest adults to keep coming back to the tune that resides deep within us, writing it down bits at a time and constituting it into a song that we know so well, but that has taken new tempos and rhythms. So like Joe, let's sing God's song for the loves of our lives, our neighbors, one and all. A star up in the sky will never know how lovely is the light that shines below. It's always there, it never fades. Without its magic light, how would we find our way? And you don't know how beautiful you are. And if your eyes could see the love that's in your heart, then you would know what everybody sees, that beautiful is all that you could be. Well, may we share God's song, however haltingly, so that the world will know that beautiful is what it is meant to be. Amen. Let us pray. Creator God, source of all beauty and wonder, we praise you for the world that you have made, the change of the seasons, the skies and mountains, the seas, and all the creatures, each day remind us of your life and your love that surround us. And yet, we turn our eyes away, preferring often to dwell on our own problems, on the unfairnesses we perceive, the hurt and anger that we feel. Forgive us, O God, when we turn inward so deeply that we can no longer feel the joy of the life that you have given us. Delight us again with the beauty that surrounds us as we take each breath, and make us grateful for all the gifts that we have received in each moment of life. You call your people together to share your joy with all of the world, a joy that lifts up the poor and comforts those who mourn. Bless the work of your church in all the places where your holy name is lifted this day, especially at Valley Korean United Methodist Church in Granada Hills and at First United Methodist Church in Reseda, for whom we pray across the district today. You bless your people and their leaders with meaningful work and with a high calling so strengthen your church in these challenging days. Inspire the work of our Bishop Grant and our Superintendent Jim, and give us all patience and humility as we follow the path that you place before us. We pray for all the nations of the world and their leaders, but especially for our own country as we cope with the aftermath of a divisive election 
and the realities of racism and inequality. Let your justice roll down like beautiful abundant waters, O God, and your righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Help us to regard political adversaries not as our enemies, but as fellow citizens who share our longing for peace. As we observe Veterans Day this week, we honor all of those who have willingly sacrificed their life energy, and sometimes life itself, in defense of our beautiful homeland. Forgive us when we have failed to keep our covenant to provide for their well-being after their service. Guard those on active duty today and cause their example to recall us to our land's highest ideals, ideals of justice that echo down through the generations from the prophets of old, even to the ballots that we cast. Our land and our people need healing, O God. Help us to take up our role in making that healing possible, and then raise up leaders among us who will cast a joyous and abundant vision of what we may yet be. Holy Companion, we know that the beauty of your care surrounds all who are suffering. We pray that your presence may be felt by those who are sick, especially the thousands whose lives have been affected by the coronavirus. We pray for the ill, but also for those who love them and the medical personnel who tirelessly care for them. Encourage those who are unemployed or underemployed because of the economic collapse and lift their eyes toward hope. Console those who are lonely and isolated, those who have few friends or who struggle with their identity and place in this world. Use us to reflect the beauty of your creation the joy of the life that you give to everyone who is in need. Creator God, source of all beauty and wonder, we praise you for the world that you have made and for our place within it. Help us to respond with our lives, to make a grateful song of praise that swells to fill the skies, a song that is raised together as your people, as one people. For it is in the confidence that we are, each one of us, children of God, that we now recall the common prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining in this time of online worship from First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. As you know by now, this service and all of our past services and events are always available for you on the church's YouTube channel. When you subscribe, you may receive free notifications each time a new event happens. You can also share the links to the videos with friends and family. This week you probably received a Together for Joy packet in the mail. Look for the large bright orange envelope if you haven't seen it already. This packet contains information about this year's giving campaign and a first UMC mask to wear. If you did not receive your packet or would like additional masks, 
please let us know that at this email, connect at fumcpasadena.org. That is also the email address to use to communicate with us about your prayer requests, life transitions, and general questions. Help us to serve you by staying in touch with us. The bulletin today is full of information about events coming up later in the fall. Please download it using the link in the video description. You may have to click Show More to see the link. The link is also in the weekly email that is sent on Saturdays, and many of the announcements in the bulletin are also found in the weekly email sent on Wednesdays. If you would like to receive those emails, there is a sign-up form when you scroll down on the front page of the church's website. You can also just send your name and email address to us at the email I just mentioned, connect at fumcpasadena.org. The crop walk is today. The one led by our youth is leaving the church at 1.30 this afternoon. Please use the link in the bulletin to make a donation or to sign up for the walk. The virtual harvest festival is underway online. There is a link in the bulletin that you can use to view all the goodies that are available this year. Make your selections before November 18th, though, because some of the one-of-a-kind items are on a first-come, first-served basis. In anticipation of the real winter weather that comes to our local mountains, we are looking for some folks who can help do some maintenance projects at Camp Sky Meadows. A detailed list of the projects is in today's bulletin, but I know Jeff Potter, the camp manager, would welcome your help at whatever skill level you have and on whatever schedule works for you. A link to Jeff's email can be found in the bulletin. Thank you for the ways that you continue to support the church. Please keep using the online giving website. There's a link in the video description, or you can click the donate button at the top of the church's website. If you prefer to give by mail, the church's address is on the screen right now. Be safe and be well this week, and don't forget to wear your mask. I mean, we mailed you one and everything.
receive the benediction. We go now to share God's song in a world in need of God's saving grace. Join your voices together for joy as witnesses to God's steadfast love. And may Christ Jesus give you peace in the midst of the storm and may the Holy Spirit equip you to keep on singing. Amen. <laughs>